Welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated Living. We are a podcast all about Jesus, ministry, and the things that keep us going. I am Kyle. And I'm Rob. And, and welcome back, Kyle. Yeah, Ooh. man. It's it's good to be back. It felt weird listening to the past episode. And I'm like, <laughs> that's my voice, but I know that I'm not there. But it was an awesome episode. You and Jana knocked it out of the park, and Gracie was a little treat at the end. But it was a good episode, man. I I listened to it bits and pieces while we were on vacation and um, then listened to the whole thing. And I'm like, Jana could start a podcast. She could. So, Jana, I know you're going to be listening to this later. Like, put a little bug in your ear. I don't know what it would be about, but. I told her she needs to start a podcast for her library at school. Okay. I, I don't know what that would look like. Yeah. But that that would be just another avenue for kids to be interested, involved with yeah. books. Media, yeah. Media. My, here's my idea. The Jana Kaler Book Club podcast. <laughs> like, whatever Jana is reading, like, maybe she reads it with somebody and then brings them on every... I would listen to that, so... I would enjoy that. And there you go, Jana, if you're listening. Call it Diet Dr. Pepper Living. <laughs> yeah. Since that's about her caffeine intake. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be interesting. That And also her other bucket list thing is, you know, she would love to be able to do audiobooks. Oh, yeah. And I could see her doing that. I would listen to it, man. I, she, she's she got a very calming voice and presence, and it's just like, yeah, I'm relaxed. To sound crazy. I even think Gracie could do a children's audiobook. Oh, she was cracking me up. Some of her mannerisms that you can only see when you're in person came through to when she was talking. <laughs> like that that little bit of sass, a little bit of comedy, humor. Like, yeah, Gracie Gracie could do that. Kind of like what y'all were doing with y'all's video series, Monday Mayhem. Yeah, that, that little bit of sass is starting to be a little bit more. <laughs> she's she's getting she's hitting that stage of where she is officially a preteen almost. Oh man, that's weird. Yes, that that's that's gonna be And speaking of y'all in your episode, like, well done. You you drafted well, Rob. I'll give it to you. But Jana still had the better draft. But when you started out with Reese Pumpkins, that's the greatest of all time Halloween candy, in my opinion. So I still think uh, still think Jana won. But you're... Man, I, can, I can't even remember. I can't even remember what we all drafted now. You drafted candy corn, which a lot of people don't like. But right, I I, that, I love candy corn. If, if you hate candy corn, and it hinges I, on I, that. I lost you right there. It hinges on okay. that. Okay, you like candy corn? Yeah. Okay, so do you like the pumpkins? Okay. The candy corn pumpkins. No. I don't either. But they're the same thing. Did you know that? It's the exact I, same. I know. But I think it's too much. Yeah. See, Gracie likes candy corn, but she likes the pump. Her pumpkin's her favorite thing. Yeah. But I, One I, thing, I can't do it. Relating it back to youth ministry, they made, I think it's Brock's that makes mm-hmm. the well-known candy corn. They made this year a turkey dinner assortment of candy corn. So you had like... Like a turkey candy corn. But then it gets weird because you've got like green beans and cranberry sauce and stuffing. I've been trying to find those. And you can find them on eBay. But I I wanted to bring those into youth group one night. Kind of like the, what was those jelly beans called? Yeah, the, uh, well, the jelly bellies, but the. But what are the weird ones called? The nasty ones. Well, it's part of the Jelly Belly brand. Yeah. I, I should know it because Grace and I did a Monday Mayhem video on I it. I can't remember. But kind of like those. And, yeah, I, maybe we can find a bag of those before Thanksgiving and we be we, we try those on air. That'd that would be, cool. be interesting. Yeah. I'd All like right. that. I'll, we'll get on eBay here in a little bit and see if we can put our hands on Or some. if you're listening to this and you want to donate us a 
bag of the Thanksgiving candy corn. We'd appreciate it as well, too. But. Somebody told me you can find them at Walgreens, but I don't know if that's true. Okay. But good episode. Uh, I really enjoyed it. We definitely need to bring our wives together on one and maybe even our kids for a, a funny time, too. So that'd be good. Yes, let us know if you'd like to actually see a Gracie and Harper caffeinated living takeover. Even if it would be for 10 minutes. There's no that telling. That would be really interesting to see where that conversation would go. There's no telling. I don't know what kind of like subscriber count or whatever we're at, but maybe if we get to like a certain amount, we're like, all right, girls, this is you. So there you go. We'll try to look at that. That, that, that would, yeah, that'd be interesting. So yes, you, 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 you were gone last week down in the horrible state of the sunshine state of Florida, horrible. having to be miserable walking yeah. around Walt Disney World, Legoland. It's yeah. like, dude, how was your vacation? It was awesome. It, it was good. It was different. I say that it was different, but it was good to get away. Uh, it was different with the whole like mass mandate still being prevalent there. Um, and getting used to that because honestly, that's the most I've worn a mask. Like I'll wear them on Sundays and grocery stores, but wearing it hours and hours at a time, it got draining. But other than that, it was awesome. Like we started our trip out and we did something that we've never done before. We went to Legoland and nice. we actually bought uh, season passes for Legoland because it was cheaper that way. And so we went two days to Legoland. We went on Halloween, so October 31st. It was crazy. But then we went another day and it was dead. Like everything mm-hmm. was a five minute wait. You've been to Legoland and yes, I kind of asked you about some of the stuff to expect and it was awesome. Like it, it was okay. We've talked about Carowinds before. It's on another level over Carowinds. Like it's it's better than that. I think. So. Well, I mean, but it's a different type park than Carowinds. For me, for me, I mean, it's, right. And my kid and and Harper's not really into Legos, but there was so much more for her to be able to do than say Universal, which we did another one of our days. And Universal was kind of like that in the middle, like Legoland was super relaxed. Universal was kind of in the middle, like you could walk around, take pictures. They didn't mind if you kind of pulled down your mask. But then like Disney was like full force, like everything. But I'll tell you this, dude. I know roller coasters, where do you stand on roller coasters? You can do roller coasters. I can do them, but it depends on. It's the simulators that bother you, isn't it? Well, no, I mean, it's like, I won't ride Space Mountain. Okay. All right. But I'll say this. We went to Islands of Adventure at Universal. It now has my favorite ride ever. Then in, in uh, what is it, Diagonal, not Diagonally, the other one, Hogsmeade. In the Harry Potter land, they have the Hagrid ride, and you're mm-hmm. riding on a motorcycle, and it's got a sidecar. Hands down, my favorite ride of all time is there. Does Universal, do they have the... I don't think that opens till 2021. The new Jurassic Park roller coaster? No, but we got to see it. They tested it while we were there. So we got to see it. I will say it looks really awesome. Yeah, but you're over water for but most of the thing. You, I would feed the fish if I, yeah. I were to ride this. It looks like that type of ride, but it looks cool. All the walls and stuff were up when we were there. But, yeah, I mean, it looks like – I think it's like the Velosa – Coaster or something like something that. Something like that. Velocicoaster. Now there wasn't. We did ride a roller coaster at Legoland. It was back in the back of Legoland. Uh huh. And it's like a little wooden roller coaster, dude. That thing was a blast. Coaster Saurus. Is that what it is? It reminds me of uh, it was, is it Thunder blue? Road. 
Yes, exactly. That's probably, yeah. that's probably why I liked it so much. Yeah, Coaster Source, it was a lot like Thunder Road Thunder here. Thunder Road, R.I.P. R.I.P. That was a great wooden coaster ride. Best roller coaster of all time. <laughs> oh, come on. Best roller coaster of all time. Yeah, but it, I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. Like, maybe not so much as some people, but, like, if we're talking different universes where Marvel would probably be your number one. Uh, it would be Star Wars, which we'll talk about later, then Harry Potter, and then like Pixar. So I don't know. I, I love Universal, my family, not so much. But top ride ever is now there. I like Universal. Yeah. I don't I don't have anything against it. I mean, Jana just hates it when, she, when it's just us because she has nobody to ride with. That's why, that's yeah. why she liked it that time we went to the conference. We got free tickets to Universal because her and Emily got to spend the whole day going around riding yeah. rides together. She's like, I actually get to ride rides. <laughs> I'm just there for the food and the entertainment. I was about to say, that's, like, Rob is the type of person, which I love going to theme parks because he and I connect so well because I love rides, but... If you want to know really where to find me in theme parks, give me the food. The food stands. Yep, give the, me the food, food. stands. I'll, I'll. Which transition? We we did two days at Disney. We did Hollywood Studios and we did uh, Magic Kingdom. That's where I spent most of my time. It was food. Speaking of which, we went to Hollywood Studios, and the last time you and I went there for that conference, Rise of the Resistance wasn't open yet. Right. I said that I now have my favorite roller coaster. I now have my favorite simulator, which is Rise of the Resistance, and my favorite dark ride, which is the new Runaway Railroad. So did you get anything to eat from? Yeah, from Star Wars? Yes. Well, so everything now there is mobile ordering, or you're going to wait in like an hour line. So we mobile ordered one thing, and and they had it when we were there, but it's like the Brana. Brana, not Brontosaurus, but it was like the Ronto wrap at Star mm-hmm. Star Wars Land, and it's got like this big Polish sausage and wrapped in turkey, and then some kind of special sauce and slaw. It was good. It was good. It was weird for being eighty I, degrees, but it was good. I do regret the day we were at Hollywood in Star Wars Land. I do regret one thing though. What's that? And again, you you were right there with me. We weren't going to pay ridiculous amounts of money for blue or green milk. Oh yeah, but you regret not trying that. It, dude, it, it was it was in the moment. It was the experience. I do regret not trying it. Yeah. At, at least we should have, you know, somehow. But maybe, something though maybe one about day I'll have I'll have the opportunity. We'll, we'll go back and I'll, I'll be able to try it again. Something about buying milk that tastes like grass. In Florida weather, does not sound pleasing to me. But I am excited to go back to Star Wars Land after watching The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, I can't say anything else about it because you haven't watched. No. You, you haven't seen episode two yet. Uh, no. Season two. Yeah. There, there's a huge connection that they bring in. Into that would connect with Star Wars Land, yes, or Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge, as far as one one of the restaurants there, hmm, it's a huge and it's so cool. And I was like, oh, now I definitely need to go and try this. Just we, I don't even get get go down this rabbit trail. But that's one thing I love about the Mandalorian. 
Oh yeah. It's like they just bring everything back. It's like it comes full circle to Star Wars universe. Yeah. Speaking of Mandalorian, it is out. You said that it's out. Um, moving on from my vacation to that, it came out while we were on vacation, and like I was itching. I'm like, I gotta watch it. But everyone <laughs> I was with is like, eh. When it comes to Star Wars, I watched most of episode one of the season two. Well, I mean, what's your thoughts? Is it? Oh, is I love it. it. Yeah. Dude, I love it. The show is perfect. First of all, it's not like one-hour episodes, so it makes it wa- right. more watchable. Second, you can watch it like they do it weekly. They don't just put out the whole season, so it kind of keeps you in that like. I wish they would. You oh wish my you, goodness! Uh, but no, I love that aspect. No, I, I do love that, but I, I'm just saying I wish they would because it's like I watched episode one. It's like, oh, what, what? Yeah. But then you get to episode two. And they don't even finish tying episode one into it. It's like a whole nother And it's like... Oh, really? It's not even like... It is. But there's okay. a key moment. And I can't say anything. But there's a huge key moment at the end of episode one. Oh, I and don't it's like, watch it. And so they don't do anything, which it makes sense they don't do anything else within episode two because it's got to be the storyline yeah. for, for the rest of the season. Okay. Spoiler alert. If you're watching this and you haven't or listening to this and you haven't watched it yet, it I know who it has to deal with, I think. I am, I'm not going to say. In episode 1, again, spoiler alert. Turn it off if you haven't watched it yet. I'm giving you 5 4 3 2 1. <laughs> I'm not going to say yay or nay. The Mandalorian, he finds the armor or Mando finds the armor of Boba Fett. So, does it have to do with Boba Fett? I don't know. I don't know. You do know. I don't know. Yes, you do know. I do know. <laughs> I'm anxious for one character. Okay. In, in season two, and, and I'm, I'm kind of iffy on it because I don't know how it's going to like play in. Because I love the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. so I have come to love Ahsoka. Right. Has she's probably one of my favorite Star Wars characters. So now they're bringing the real life Ahsoka on screen. Does she come into the Mandalorian? Yes. Oh. Because she would fit in that timeline. Oh. That'll be cool. But I'm like, you know how sometimes you have those characters? Yeah. And like they bring them to the big screen, you're like, oh, that just completely yeah. destroyed it. No, I could see that being really w- well done. I, I, and, and I see it being well done because John Favreau and Dave Filoni would not Dave Filoni's not going to ruin his baby. He's the, he he came up with Ahsoka to know he, yeah. he came up with her. He's not going to let somebody just come in and do whatever. I yeah. get that. The thing I love but, about The Mandalorian, and I hope they never lose this, it's kind of like watching a sci-fi western. The way mm-hmm. that it's shot. It, yeah. I mean, the way that the dude, the music in that, like perfectly placed every single scene. But, like, he's like an outlaw. Like, Mando is like this outlaw, Lone Ranger type character. But the thing that I hope that they don't overdo for just sales-wise is Baby Yoda. Like, Baby Yoda's got perfect placements in there right now, but I hope they're just not like, here's Baby Yoda in every episode, and they overdo it. Wait till episode two. See, I've already seen the Funko Pop of something with eggs. Oh, no, it... it it, it, it can't even describe it. It's hilarious. Okay. Okay. Now, Jan, on the other hand, she did not like episode two. Really? 
it, it, it kind of freaked her out a little bit. Can't say anything more than that. Is it scary? Depends. Um, Man, now you really got me on edge. Baby Yoda in episode two. I'm just like, go Baby Yoda. I love it. Because it, it brings up more of that that toddler personality in yeah. him. You know, the Mandalorian keeps saying, Mando keeps saying, I told you not to do that. And he's like, like he still goes and does it. You know, it's just that. I hope we eventually get a backstory for the child. Yeah. Like what his per- like where he came uh-huh. from, what his purpose is. What happened to him after that? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's what I'm curious to see how they're going to tie all that in. But That'd be weird. Would you say that st- the Mandalorian is Star Wars? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's like old school Star Wars, in my opinion. Like, See, take everything from the uh, the prequels. Like, dude, it's so good. Him. My daughter, on the other hand, will not watch The Mandalorian because she says it's not Star Wars. And I'm like, baby. This it's a little is, bit darker. This is everything Star Wars was. Yeah. Like, yeah. the the visual effects, just the attention to detail, the diff- attention to different characters yeah. all through the episodes. I mean, you can't get much more Star Wars than The Mandalorian on some respects. I'm sure there's probably people listening to us that would disagree with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll forgive you, and please don't you know stop listening to our podcast. Let's be but. real. It's probably the reason most people that don't have kids own Disney+. Plus. Like, <laughs> it has brought <laughs> Disney+, Plus to a whole new level just for that one show. Right. I mean... <laughs> I would pay for it for just that show. I know, exactly. Like... Forget everything else you get with that. Again, but, not a sponsor, but not a sponsor. But it, you and I are the type of people we would have bought Disney Plus regardless of that. Yeah, yeah. But after watching that, seeing it now, I, I, I would have, I'd buy it too. So yeah. Anyway, we're not here today to talk about Disney and Star Wars as much as we love talking about. We're just that. catching up. Oh, yeah. speaking of which, catching up. You're wearing your Liberty gear today. You and I are both proud. Yeah, I'll say proud, proud of Liberty Liberty alum, uh, dude. Their football team is killing it right now. I know. They're they're seven and zero. They're ranked for the first time in school history. Do they move up from twenty five or they? Still yes, they're twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. That's crazy. They've beaten two ACC schools. Given Syracuse, Virginia Tech is a Virginia great, Tech's that's that's a big one. That, to a, me, that one's bigger than. For a couple of reasons, it's bigger than Syracuse for sure, just because of the record of Syracuse this year. Yeah, but also because that's an hour drive. Yep. And booyah, take that state of Virginia Tech. They can say, I think definitively, maybe the Wahoos uh, would say different. I think they're the best team in Virginia right now. I would say that because you've got Virginia, who could probably argue they beat Carolina this year. You got. JMU, eh. Richmond, eh. Old Dominion, eh. Come on. Liberty Flames are the only ranked team in the state of Virginia. They, they're they killing it. They got NC State, but like you said, we've got another game Saturday. Got Western Carolina. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, that's Western. I'm like, don't look ne- around them. Ne- never underestimate the little guy. Yeah. Dude, it would be so huge if they beat NC State. Like, I've got a bunch of people in our church that are huge state fans. I might have to wear a Liberty shirt if they beat State to church on a Sunday. Considering that the NC State game will be interesting to me on a n- numerous levels. Yeah. Uh, one, 
my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law both are graduates of NC State. There you go. Uh, coach Kyle, mm-hmm. you know, the coach that helps me coach soccer, played kickball with us. Yeah. He's an alum of NC State. So just that alone right there, which, again, a team like Liberty beating NC State as opposed to Growing up, going to NC State and Carolina beating NC State every year yeah. repeatedly is nowhere near has, yeah. you know, I mean, it, this is liberty. It's. But. Let me ask you this. Like, I've been seeing on social media, everybody's team that's terrible wants our coach. They want Hugh Freeze. Like, I saw a picture the other day of Hugh Freeze, like, in a Photoshop Tennessee windbreaker, and I'm like... Gosh, I hope he doesn't leave and go back. I know he probably really wants to go back to the SEC, but part of me is like, he loves Liberty. Like, Liberty is part of his redemption story of where he was emotionally and spiritually when he was back at Ole Miss. Yeah, I think um, Clay sent me a message the other day that said yeah. that South Carolina is going after him. They're, they're trying to recruit him. It's going to be tough because, like, SEC is a whole different animal. It is. But he made it. Did you see that Sports Center? No, huh? Interview with him. Mm-mm. Like he makes an interesting comment there. They're, they're, they're just asking about him being at Liberty. What's what's different about being at a, a school like that as opposed to being in the big time lights of yeah. college football? And it's really interesting because I'm not going to go all into the detail of Hugh Freeze's past, but he made he made he's made some mistakes, right? Like, like we all have, right? That's why Liberty people when Liberty hired him, everybody's like, What's going on? What what's that about? But he talked about how being at Liberty has really helped mature him not only as a person, but yeah. mentally, physically, spiritually. As a father, everything. Um he said it's just a whole different ball game, a different area arena or area to be around. I don't know. Maybe it was just coaches' talk. I don't know. Yeah. But I would find it hard to believe from the accountability aspect that he talked about. Right. That he would leave that. Right. Yeah. I mean. Especially, I think, aren't his daughters, or at least one of his daughters, at Liberty? I don't know. Probably. Probably. But, I mean, he's an an incredible coach. He's rallied this team. then he just had the best recruiting class this past year for Liberty. Liberty history. Yeah, they got a four-star. So what are you going to recruit? tell all those guys that are going to come in if you're just going to bolt? Yeah. I don't I don't but I don't see it. I don't see it. But yeah. again, I'm yeah. not a prophet, so Yeah, we're we're excited Liberty fans right now. So. Yeah. And and I'm excited for the basketball team. I think yeah. they're going to be just as good. I think Liberty gets in. If they keep it up, maybe they lose to state. If they keep it up, they're going to get a pretty good bowl game this year. Let's dream a minute. Okay. No, don't Let's say dream. national championship. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Dream realistically. Yeah. Let's. Okay. We we hang on and we beat Western. Yeah. Somehow, somehow, okay, we beat a school like NC State. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have that on your record, on your resume, that that's huge. Yeah, to beat three Re- ACC schools in one season. Regardless of NC State's record right now. Right. The tradition of NC State, that that's huge. Yeah. You go into the last game undefeated. Oh, I know where you're going with this. The team we're playing, if they win their next two games, they come in. We go to Coastal Carolina. Right. 
two small schools who are now ranked in the top 25. To beat them on that dumb turquoise field. That Gosh, it's got to be the most <laughs> awful. No, Idaho. Boise State. Boise State. I, I I prefer that color over the turquoise color, but that, that see, one. when I was in at Liberty, and probably when you were there, Coastal was our biggest rival, and they left conferences. No, that was after me. Okay, they left conferences, and it was like the the Christian school versus the party school at Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. That's what it was. So if they go down to Coastal, is it at Coastal? Yes. And beat them on that turquoise field. That would saying, be, let's, let's dream a little bit. I mean, it would be. We might have to go to Myrtle Beach. And even if they do, get, <laughs> even if they do get beat by state, and you still go to Coastal, the fact that you you'd be what eight and one mm-hmm. at that point, that's still not bad. Yeah. There's a lot of schools that would only dream about being eight and one. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that that that's all that's going right in the world today. Mm. Oh, let me let me bring this up because you brought it up just a second ago. I think it's a cool idea, and I kind of want to know why you thought about doing this because okay. it is ministry related, but. You kind of put this idea out there. We talked about kickball in the past. You talked about wanting to do like a youth kickball league for like middle school and high school students with different youth groups. Why? Why? Why do you want to do that? And kind of like, what's your vision and direction that you want to go? Why not? Yeah, I I know. Believe me, I'm on board. I'm on board for it. But like, why? Why not? Again, why not? No, because one, I think we have such a great experience with our kickball yeah which now another town over from us they're starting an adult kickball league through the winter yeah so it's like the crawdads started something here yeah so trying to find a way that we can get some of our churches together Mm. more often yeah try to let's try to offer things for our students to have a time you want to call it a fellowship time? If you want to call it a sportsmanship time, I don't know. Just yeah. give them an opportunity to compete and have fun, and not think about everything else that's going on. Not think about everything else that's going on in the world. So I don't know. I, I love I, the I idea. I haven't heard any feedback except from like our inner circle. Yeah. So out the outside of that, I haven't heard it, but I haven't really started pushing it yet. Yeah. Just trying to. No, I think it's going to be good, and I. I think it was a good idea to have. I just well, I want to see it happen. I mean, I've been in churches, you know, where one of the churches I interned at, they they had a youth softball league, mm-hmm. and they did it on Saturdays. That'd be cool. And like it was a church league, is but kickball anybody can play. Really, I mean, yeah. realistically, I mean, you don't have to have skill to play kickball. No, no. I mean, just go out there and just let's just go have fun with it. Yeah. I think more people and kickball's an easier game to play than basketball. Softball. Softball. I mean yeah. even flag and pe- football. And people aren't gonna get their feelings hurt as much as they would in dodgeball. <laughs> That's true. Because I've seen I mean, youth dodgeball leagues, but it's like dodgeball kind of goes back to that well who can throw the hardest who can you know but kickball is a little bit different I think it'll be good I just want to bring it up on the podcast because I think it's a good ministry avenue as well there's three youth sports that I would like to see us do you're going to laugh at one of these maybe two of these I'm not sure you might laugh at all three actually you won't laugh at all three of them because you like kickball but the first one let's experiment with kickball let's see what it's going to look like let's see what churches are interested how do we get 
how do we get students in middle school and high school maybe that aren't plugged into a church? How do we get them involved? Yeah. That way, and, yeah. and, and and being a part of our community. Yeah. After kickball, I would love to do a volleyball mm-hmm. league. Be cool. Yeah, you know, because at least for our churches, we we have the outside volleyball net. But I, my dream has always been in the last fourteen years we've been here. I've always wanted to turn that into a sand volleyball pit. Oh yeah, I love that, outdoor that volleyball. That would be so much fun. Yeah. But then you go back into the winter months. And, and this one's this one's a little crazier. I get that. But I think it would be so much fun is a youth ping pong league. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I could it, see that being. It, it would be like it, tennis. Yeah. It would be like tennis. That would be funny. We're, we're going to do ping pong. But, but would people, like, come and watch ping pong matches? No. <laughs> no. We probably wouldn't even have people sign up to play ping pong. Oh, no. You'd get, okay. you'd get some of them, and some would be hardcore. But, yeah. So that's one I of those understand. sports that you're on an island, though. You're not really right. don't have a team. That'd be uh, funny. I mean, what, what are you going to do in ping pong? Like, your I thought you were going to say family's going to like show up and like have their face painted, like, whoa, yeah, team Kyle. I mean, you know, like you could have said chess league, like a chess league. And I dude, I don't even know how to play chess. I don't either. Let's do a checkers league. About, I was going to say checkers league. Yeah, checkers. League. You know, it'd be cool. Four square. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But Four again, square. Who's a winner? So yeah, that, I mean, I, I I just wanted to bring it up on the podcast because I thought it'd be it was an awesome idea, but I kind of want to talk about like how it evolves from here. Sure, and I think that's one of those things that's being in the community, trying to find ways that how can we get our churches connected? Right, and and I'm talking about like you know if you're listening to this podca- podcast and your church is probably, regardless of your denomination, you're probably part of a association or a organization or something right. that you have different churches that get together. But my dream would be for churches outside of our association, our immediate churches in our community. You know, if, if we have Lutherans, if we have Methodists, if yeah. we have, you know, the Baptists, what whatever our denomination is, that's okay. Let's. let's Come together and play some kickball, have a time of devotion or a time of prayer before the game starts. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed, but like we haven't, like we've just in the last month or so gotten back together as a group. Like we've met outdoors, we've met inside whenever we could. And like I think there is a hunger there for even students that aren't a part of churches just because right now they want to be a part of something, whether that's just to see people or hang out with people, but they want to be a part of something and something good, something they they can feel safe being at, and I think church is that. So if we could do that through kickball, why not? Like you said, why not? So Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. I I thought it was an awesome idea at a perfect time in the world. and, and some of the churches I know, and I know some of the students, they would be competitive with it, and that's okay. I, I think competition is healthy sometimes. Just pray for humility for them. But Well, I was going to say, let's pray for humility for, for the youth pastors or the coaches at that point, because also I know them and their competitive attitudes. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm speaking to myself here. Don't trust me. I'm speaking <laughs> to myself. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, I, th- I think it would be something different, be something fun. I think that's something that their families could just come and exactly. watch. 
Exactly. You know, like yeah. let's 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 make a, a Saturday out of it. Just have fun with it. It'd be cool. So that 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 is in the works. We're we're trying to work on that for this coming spring. So we'll we'll keep you informed as we as we go along and let you know how that's playing out and how it's coming around. So this was in case y'all have guessed, th- this was just a vague catch up episode. Yeah. Like we're just hanging for, out today. Yeah, th- this is just a hangout episode. Last week Kyle was on vacation. But for the rest of us, last week was a stressor of a week for yeah. whatever reason. And, and we're not is, gonna we're not gonna get into the election. But let me say this: like, remind me to go on vacation in another four years. <laughs> it, I mean, it was nice being away <laughs> from that. But let me say this: this is this will be you can take it however you want. Like, have you you, you ever gone on vacation and then come back more tired? Yeah, I yes. mean, I'm feeling that sometimes to a sometimes. sense, but like this election is that for me. Like we've gone into this election and like we're tired going into it, but now that it's over, I feel more tired. When we were all expecting it's over, we're not going to get the phone calls, the mail, the texts, but now I feel like it's more draining. And let me say this. You and I both agree with this. No matter who you voted for, no matter what political line you you stand on, like the only person we fully can find rest in is Jesus. It isn't a candidate. Yes. It isn't a, a a policy that you're a firm believer in. The only person we can find rest in is Jesus. So, like, if you're tired right now from this whole process, like. Your rest isn't in whatever news station you're watching. Your rest isn't in whatever candidate won or lost or whatever. It's in the name of Jesus. So find rest in Him. And if right. you're, you're exhausted, it's probably because you're not finding rest in Him fully. So that was something that coming back from vacation, spending too much time in a car, I was tired <laughs> physically and mentally. But then like flipping the news back on, I'm like, this ain't that, it. That, that was your first mistake, flipping the news back on. Yeah, but like, like this, this isn't it. Like, but spending time back at church and around believers who weren't really caught up in that, like, that's where it was. Like finding my true rest and knowing my identity is in Him. Well, and I think, I think what made it just physically, spiritually, mentally draining for myself, and, and I'm, I'm sure there are many more who are in this boat Mm -hmm. the fact that again you're you're being bombarded with with texts with emails phone calls vote for this candidate vote for this candidate and I'm like I'm I'm just I'm done with it yeah Uh, then to the point that there were I don't I don't like to use the term famous pastors I I don't like that term Give, give me another word like, um, because I don't think pastors should ever be quote unquote famous because yeah. that's not our calling. But obviously, they're more famous than, than you and right, I. Right, right. Their know, name like, is out there. They, they have they have they've written books and they've people... written books. They have more esteem than what yeah. than what we do, so to speak. But when I started seeing pastors that I respected start to say, "Hey, this is a candidate you need to endorse. Mm-hmm. We're endorsing this. We're endorsing this." Maybe I understand on one level why they did it, but it just made it even more just 
aggravating and depressing to me. Right. Um, so you're exactly right. Our, our hope is not in any political party. It's not in any athlete. It's not in any movie star. It's not in anything other than the person of Jesus Christ. Right. So I just want to challenge you with that. Where is your identity found today? It's hmm. good. Is your identity? Are you are you stressed out because if you live in North Carolina, you, you you've been we've been put back into a quarantine almost. Are, are you stressed out because of our our government? Are you stressed out because school is not going the way you think it should? It's you're not used to going two days a week, and you're not used to doing remote learning. That's not your identity at the end of the day. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Your, your identity is found in the person and work of Jesus Christ. That's good. And I, so I saw a quote um, the other day. Somebody posted, and is a is a Piper quote. And John Piper said essentially this: "Like all of America's presidents, will one day be a footnote in history, but the kingdom of Jesus is eternal and forever." And I feel like. That is our identity in a nutshell. Like our identity isn't that we are Christians, but is in who Jesus is through is in us. I kind of butchered that, but it's in Jesus. Like that is our identity, and um, yeah, I mean, let us all remind. Let's all remind ourselves of that. Like not just us telling people, but I need to be reminded of that. Oh, sure. Definitely. Trust me. I need, I need to be reminded of that like all the time. That's Speaking of reminders, I kind of feel like it's a perfect place, and this is kind of where we're taking the direction this month in our podcast, is thankfulness. Yeah, mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, it's the thing. Like, it's Thanksgiving month. Right. But it's a good time for that, I think. Sure. I, I think there's always a place, you know, Peter talks about in, is it First Peter or Second Peter, where he says, always be mindful. Mm. That's how I, th- I think it's always a good thing to go back and just be mindful of those things, right. those times. So I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that, that, I mean, that's... That's where we're going this month. And, and, and you can kind of talk about this, but we're going to be posting some scripture and uh, Rob's going to read some of it today. Uh, but we just wanted to be reminded of the... Th- of the thanksgiving heart we should have in Jesus because that that should be our identity when all else fails we should result back to thankful hmm. so yeah yeah i mean this was an idea that we just kind of had that, you know what what do you do coming outside of or outside of coming away from pastor appreciation month and so being thanksgiving you know it's i've seen a lot of people that post one day for the month of November, I'm going to post something that I'm thankful for. Mm. So that's kind of like, well, what about if we just start posting a verse a day of being reminded of God's grace, the our being thankful, just all the all those different things that come with that idea. So I'm, I was just going to read a couple here real quick just to get you started. If, if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, you've seen the last couple of days we've been posting some of these. So we may not get to them every day. Forgive us if we don't. We're, we're human. We have other things going on. But we're going to try to kind of keep that going through, through the rest of the month. 
But the first verse we want to look at is just First Chronicles twenty nine thirteen. Some people are like, how do you get a verse out of Thanksgiving out of First Chronicles? What's going on there? So First Chronicles 29, chapter 29, verse 13 says, Now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. I think that just speaks for itself. Mm. We thank you and praise your glorious name. I, just a quick challenge. like If you're listening today, What's something you're thankful for that God has done? What's something you're thankful for that you want to return praise back to Him for? Mm, that's good. I, I I don't always do that. I, I felt that a lot of times, and, I, and I'm sure we all do. Uh, the other one, real quick, last one, is Psalm. And you know you can never get a Psalm 107.1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His loving kindness is everlasting. Hmm. So, the part I love about this, it says, for He is good. Hmm. What is good? It's God. It's God. God is good. Like, regardless of what happens in our life, God's goodness is going to outweigh that. God's goodness is going to outmeasure anything that we ever go through. Yeah. God's goodness is always there. Yeah. There's no and, good, no, not one, except for Him. I mean, He is good. So th- those are just some verses that uh, I'm, I'm thankful for today. It's mm, good. So, so be on the lookout for those and uh, be reminded to have a thankful heart right now. Because so many times we, we we get caught up in the season or we get caught up into going straight to Christmas. And I'm not just talking about Thanksgiving as a, a holiday. I'm just talking about being reminded right. of having a thankful heart. This is going to sound a little corny. But I always like the season of Thanksgiving. Obviously, I like food. I like the season of Thanksgiving yeah. or the, the holiday of Thanksgiving. But I like the season of Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know Thanksgiving is primarily this American holiday. Right. You know? But the idea of Thanksgiving, I think it really prepares us. It helps prepare our hearts, at least it should, as we prepare for the Christmas season. Hmm. I mean, no better way to get prepared for the idea of the Christmas season and thinking about the anticipation of a coming Christ. Right. And, and I know we, we if you've grown up in church, you've heard that your whole life, but I pray it never gets old to you. Hmm. I, I preach that religiously to our youth that of all things that you hear in church, that this should be something that you should never get tired of hearing because when you do, I, I, I'm fearful of that. Yeah. You know? So just just encouragement for today. Just wanted to send that out to you guys. And then we'll we'll have some other encouraging things along the way as we, we go through the next what? We got two weeks left in November? Three weeks? Two or two three, weeks. yeah. I know we had five Sundays for so I forget how that lines up with on a Friday. And we probably have three left. Yeah. Which Friday? Ooh, Friday the thirteenth. Mm. 
Mm, that, that's always a fun day to bring out a new episode, isn't it? <laughs> Friday the 13th. <laughs> and we just went there. <laughs> yeah. So, no, thank you guys for listening today. And um, just uh, pray that your heart is, is in a place that you can be thankful for what, for what God has done and what God is doing. Hmm. And I don't know if it goes along with the idea of Thanksgiving. But the thing that I need to focus on in my life is not just being thankful, but being willing to show grace. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It it sounds kind of counterproductive, maybe, that I want to prepare my heart to be thankful and thinking about all these things that God has done and is going to do and trying to find these encouraging verses and continually, you know, build myself up, so to speak. But that does nothing if I'm not having a repentant heart of those that I've offended in whatever shape, way, or form, or, or giving grace to those that deserve it, too. That's right. You know, That's right. Sometimes we forget that God graciously forgives us if we, if we repent, but we don't to show that same grace to somebody else sometimes. And sometimes the greatest forms of grace is for people who don't deserve it, mm. is, is giving back to those who don't necessarily deserve it. That was us, right? Yeah. And, Je- and Jesus saw it fit to save us. And think about in your life, whenever someone does you wrong or thinks differently than you, we automatically say, oh, they don't deserve that. But what if you give back to that person? And I'm not just talking about a gift or money. It could be your time. It could be your effort. And maybe they don't deserve your time or your effort. But the greatest needs of grace are in a time of them not deserving it. So, so we're going to take a quick break, just real quick. And then we're going to be right back with our interesting draft. You're, you're going to love this one. This is, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, it'll be the, good. This, this one I'm excited about. So we'll be right back, guys. I don't know what music you're going to use there, but I had to throw that out there. We've been talking about The Mandalorian, and it kind of got us in the mood for talking a little bit more Star Wars. So if you're not into Star Wars, I don't know if you're going to find this interesting. We just lost you. Sorry. But Rob and I both love Star Wars. Again, we're not like the hugest of followers of it, but we know enough, let's just say enough to get us in trouble. But today, we're going back to what we did with our mass superheroes, where we drop them into a battle, and we're going to be drafting our top five. Again, it's a draft style. Our top five Star Wars. It could be a Sith. It could be a Jedi. It could be right. It's, a not, droid. it's not our top five all-time favorite right. characters. These are who are we putting in battle each other? Who's coming out on top? Team Kyle, Team Rob. So a Sith and a Jedi in this world can be an ally. <laughs> we'll say that we're putting them on Team Kyle and Team Rob. Okay, so basically, right now, if we have any die-hard Star Wars listeners listening, they're like what? They're they're cringing right now. Yeah, we're bringing people back from the dead. Like we're <laughs> we're we're doing it all. Okay, so anybody in the Star Wars universe is fair game, whether that's Clone Wars, whether that's a movie, whatever. We're bringing them all back. You can choose anyone you want, 
and uh, we're going to do five this time since we don't have a third person. We're going to do five. Um, but uh, and, and we're going to s- settle the first pick. Yeah, because first pick's huge. So we're, we're going to have to rock paper scissors this on on air. Okay. So we're going to do two out of three. No, just one. Just one. So, one for all the marbles. So, but if it's a tie, then just keep going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. Rock ready? paper scissors shoot. Right. Ready. Okay. Rock paper scissors shoot. Oh, I went paper. Rob yes. went scissors. I was going for um, the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> All right. So Rob beats me. Rob gets pick one, but then I get back-to-back picks, right? No. Oh, we're not doing snake. We're just doing it, – it's up to you. We usually do snake when it's three people. We do one, 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 one. We can do that, it that, that way. Might get, we'll try it. might get confusing. What do you we'll want to do? It. We'll try it. We'll try the snake. No, we'll just go back and forth. We'll do back and forth. It's better that way with two people. Okay. All right. Well. Five picks. Here we go. Five picks. Our list is going to start dwindling quickly. Pick number one. Everybody knows it's coming. I mean, you cannot have this individual on your team. It's just it's a it's a, it's a given. Darth Vader. Oh, that's not who I thought you were going to take. No, that's my number one. Who else are you taking? Oh, I, I can tell you. Darth Vader is an awesome pick. But Darth Vader is the most ruthless, most violent. It's true. It's true. Like, you and get a whole different... Force grip is awesome. But you get a whole different side of him in his books. Oh, yeah. Like, in For some sure. of the books, there's, I'm like, man, that guy was like... So, Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader is off the board. Yes. All right, cool. So, my next pick, I thought this is who you're going to take, is Yoda. Not Baby Yoda, but Master Yoda, okay? <laughs> I think that's a perfect person to go directly head-to-head with Darth Vader. Yes. I mean, we've we've got to see Yoda fight in a few instances, but in this instance, I mean, I'm telling you, that old man I, is going to throw down. The um, Episode 3. Right. Dude, you saw Yoda like... That's the best part about that movie. Bring it, man. He was... And it's also fun if you're following... Was that Episode 3 or 2? I thought that was three, wasn't it? Well, in two, he fights Count Dooku. I don't remember. But, yeah, but episode three is like right before Order 66. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember? Because they're on um, Chewie's home planet. Right. Yeah, if we're wrong, don't don't throw us under the bus. But, yeah. All right. But so you see another side of Yoda, too, in the Clone Wars. Like okay. The, the, see, that I haven't version. watched. Yeah, so, man, Yoda kicks booty. So, I didn't right. say kicks booty. There we yeah, go. You <laughs> so, all right. All right, so we got Darth Vader and Yoda, which is a given. Th- those two would be, to yeah. me, those would be. See, the- I thought you were going to flip it, and I thought I was going to have to take Darth Vader. All right, back to you. Okay. Oh, now, this is where it gets difficult. This is where it gets fun. Yeah, um, but it's still because you make one wrong pick, and you're like, uh. So I have somebody on my list. I know it's on Kyle's list, but I don't know when he would take this person. Okay. So I'm tempted to trust somebody else real fast, but. I'm just gonna go with I'm, I'm gonna stick with, with with the whole dark theme. No. I'm gonna go with Darth Maul. No! Oh man! Insert the Darth Vader. No! <laughs> man, that is my all-time favorite Sith. Ah, I was hoping he'd make it back. I almost took him right there, but then if I gave you Vader and Yoda, it would have been game over. Man, I love me some Darth Maul. He has the coolest lightsaber. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, Darth Maul is the coolest bad guy in the entire series. Ah, some would argue, but... No, but here's the thing. Maul needs somebody like Vader to keep him in line. 
Yeah, but can you imagine those two in a battle? That'd be awesome. Yeah, Maul would die in a heartbeat. Yeah, and, and the, the next person, I can't, man, I don't know. This this is where it's hard because I'm fully tilting. <laughs> um, I could continue to go. Oh, yeah, this is hard. What if I threw Baby Yoda? I'm not going to do it. Baby Yoda. Yoda and Baby Yoda. <laughs> Or the child. Oh, man. See, this is hard. You would have the wisdom with cuteness overload team. Gosh. This is really hard. Okay. I have to go this here. But I don't know how he would go against his uncle. I guess, is it his uncle? Kylo Ren. How are they related? That's his uncle, right? Who? Kylo Ren and Darth Vader. That's his grandfather. Oh, his grand... Yeah, that's right. That's his grandfather. That's right. I'm going Kylo Ren. Okay. All right. I don't know how he would go against Darth Vader, but maybe he'd join his side. But he's on my team here, okay? That's That's not who I wanted to pick, man. I shouldn't have picked him. But I'm going (laughs) to say him. Kylo Ren. He's got another cool lightsaber. He's got anger issues. I I told Kyle before we started drafting... Dang, I should have picked him. ...off the air... That was one person, one character on my Star Wars list that was I was not allowed to draft. My, my daughter said that she would disown me because that is her least favorite Star Wars character. All right. So she she's thankful for that. I didn't have so to, you wouldn't have picked him regardless? He's not even on my list. Dang. See, I should have waited. He's I should have waited. But no, this is good. This, this is not good. My team is... Oh, man. All right. But, but we have two very... We have two force strong force-sensitive teams right now. Yeah. So, I'm going to break that up. Okay. I'm getting away from the force for a moment. Oh. And I'm going to go blood bombs and bullets. Okay. So, if you have seen uh, the Mandalorian series, I'm going to go with IG-11. Oh, the bounty hunter. The bounty hunter. That droid is awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, I almost put IG-88 on there. because I had him, but then I was like, I don't like IG-11 because you get a little bit more story with him than you do IG-88. Although, IG-88 was on my list. Yeah. So, I'm I'm not going to take him because that would be too much. But, yeah, probably one of the cooler bounty hunters. Um, But I'm going to continue with the bounty hunter theme and I'm going Boba Fett. Okay. Um, I'm going Yoda, uh, Kylo Ren, and Boba Fett. I love Boba Fett. I love Mando. uh, But Boba Fett's just the OG. I I think he's pretty cool. and I love his suit. So, okay. Now it's gotten down. We still got two more picks. I keep thinking I only have one left, but we still know, got two man, more. These two more picks, you got to round out your team. Yeah. Like, so we've got. We both have um, bounty hunter, so that's good. IG eleven. You've got a. Is he technically a? Dro- I know he's a bounty hunter, but is he a droid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. that's cool. Which I mean, I get it. I want to know who you're going here. This one's tough. So, I mean, I got, I got, I got to round up my team. I got to think, what do I want my team to look like? Right now, I'm going with the Brute Squad. That, that's kind of what we're yeah, looking like. it's kind of scary. Um, so, if I'm thinking about a battle royale, I'm thinking like a WWE. We're going to put them in the cage. We're, we're going to go five on five, and whatever team has the most standing at the end. Yeah. So, if I'm going to continue that theme, I'm going with Chewbacca. Chewie! Oh, yeah. He's going to be ripping people's heads off. and Yeah, this is a good pick. He's not even on my list, though. But, so. I mean, here's the thing. Chewie needs to get angry. I need angry Chewie. Yeah. 
I need angry Chewy. So yeah. if I put Han Solo, it would counteract that. <laughs> but I'm not putting Han Solo. So. All right. Chewbacca. Um, so my fourth pick. Um, but you probably wouldn't see this coming. But I'm going Mace Windu. I, I love Mace Windu's <laughs> fighting style. Uh, purple lightsaber is kind of cool. But he kind of fights more like a Sith than he does a Jedi. So I, I'm going Mace Windu. That's going to be my fourth pick. Okay. Yeah, that one I'm actually not surprised at. You, You're not surprised at that. Yeah, you knew that I loved him. Um, I kind of call my son Mace Windu sometimes. His name's Mason. So, Plus in the movie, he's played by Samuel L. Jackson. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. What? Man, this one's tough. Was he on your list, Mace Windu? No. Man, gosh. No. I'm not reading you very good today. thinking this is your last one right i know right we're on the last round there's three picks mm-hmm. okay can we do an honorable honorable mention like a fill in at the end sure like a sub he's a sub on the sideline yeah because i got three picks i'm like i'm really torn yeah he's I'm, a sub so all right this one i'm gonna go with ahsoka Ahsoka. Okay. I, th- I thought she would be there. I thought she'd be on your she, list. She's barely making the cut because these other two are, I mean, they're, they're neck and neck. Yeah. All right. Ahsoka. One I think would probably be on your list. The other one, you probably wouldn't even be, it probably wouldn't be in the ballpark for you. Okay. But one I think would be on your list, but I'm, I'm going to go with Ahsoka. So that way it gives me three saber-wielding, force-sensitive, force and then... Basically, an angry droid and an angry Chewie. Okay. My last pick. You probably wouldn't see this coming, but I'm going Ray. I think Ray is a beast. See, and Grace, she, Gracie wanted me to pick Ray. She's and she goes head list. to head with Kylo Ren, so I know she can hold her own. Yeah. I mean, I'm going Ray. She's she's a beast. And uh, my team might be a little bit weaker than yours, fighting wise, but I don't know, man. I could have. We're went... close. I mean, this is. So that's our five. We're going to go. Okay. So let, let, let's compare. Let's think about. Th- so Darth Vader versus Yoda. Right. It's a good head to head. Darth Maul versus Kylo. That right there is a vicious. That'd be epic. I think Kylo takes it. The, really? The two coolest lightsabers. Then, then we have IG 11 and Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. So, two bounty hunters. Two bounty hunters. This one, I, I have to give to you. Mace Windu and Chewbacca. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh. So, yeah. uh, unless, you know, but I, I just, I love Chewie. I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. not have Chewie. Yeah. But then we're going to go with two strong female presents, which is really Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, now we're going to go with Ahsoka versus Ooh. Rey. Ooh. I didn't even think about that. So... Ahsoka being trained by Anakin, mm-hmm. Ray being trained, trained by, by Luke. Luke. So I'm just saying, there's going to be some similarities there. Yeah, yeah. So who's your guy on the sidelines, or girl on the sideline? Okay, um, your substitute. Yes, my my substitute. His his name is Wrecker. Who is he? Remind me of that. He um, in the Clone Wars, the last season, he was from Clone Force ninety nine. They were called the Bad Batch. Okay. And it was a team of five. He is when you think of all, mu- all muscle and no brains. This this his name's Wrecker. Wrecker. Yes. Probably one of the strongest 
physical, physically strongest characters in Star Wars universe. Found a flaw though. He only has one good eye. <laughs> he only has, that's all he needs. <laughs> he only has but one good eye. So the dude is like, if you were to put him on a on a movie screen in live action, it would be Dwayne Johnson. Oh, oh. Okay. I mean, he's like he's massive. So. Just for him and Chewie, I gotta have the muscle on there to go to go with the. All right. So, so my 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 substitute, my guy that I'm tagging in if I need is General Grievous. I see. All right. Think about it. That that was that was my two that were on the line. Four lightsaber wielding. Oh yes, so cool. Again, that movie wasn't very good, but there, it had parts that were like, yes, this is cool. But General Grievous is he's my. Which is interesting. Think about this. We just did a Star Wars draft, and neither one of us mentioned Luke Skywalker or Obi-Wan. All right? They're not even on my list. No way. Really? They were on my list, but uh, they're they're not in this battle. So, so does that make me a horrible Star Wars person if I do not have Obi-Wan or, Han, or uh, Luke on my list? No. No. It just... I don't know. Maybe... We're going a little bit off the... I, I'm, I'm about ready to make some Star Wars fans' eyes just... Uh-oh. They're about to go crazy. Uh-oh. I think Luke is a prima donna. Oh, yeah. He's a whiny... Yeah. What is he? Tatashi Station. Yeah, like, I... I, yeah. I mm, <clears throat> the other two that I had on my list that I was going to go with... Mm-hmm. One was R2-D2. What? Man, I don't care what you say. That droid is tough. I love R2, but just for nostalgia reasons. Okay. Know? He wouldn't have held up well. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Unless you gave him a ship. But the other one, and I, I hope I'm saying his name right, but he's a bounty hunter. Bosk. Bosk, yeah. Bosk was, was a bad one, dude. Yeah. His no one I thought of. Yeah. See, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say Mando. I thought you were going to put him on your list. Nah. Yeah. See, my, my I, I other need to two, see more street cred from Mando so far. That's before true. I can... The other two that were on mine, you probably remember them. K two S O. K two S O was a bad droid. I mean, yeah, he he was awesome. A little bit annoying at times, kind of like C three PO, but cooler than C three PO. And the other one was just one of my favorites growing up. Qui Gon Jinn. I love Qui Gon. Uh, I'm actually surprised you didn't have him on there. Yeah, I was very close. But I switched Ray out with him. I almost good went, choice. I think good choice. Yeah, I wanted a little bit of female presence, and I didn't even think about two females going head to head. No, I like our draft. It, so it, yours started out strong, but I think we're it, it's gonna it's, it'd be a good battle. All right. It'd so here you go, Team Kyle, Yoda, Kylo Ren, Boba Fett, Mace Windu, and Ray mm-hmm. with General Grievous as a tag. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> and then Team Rob, we have Darth Vader, Darth Maul, IG-11, Chewbacca, Ahsoka, with Wrecker has the uh, tag, t- tag in at the end on that one. Mm-hmm. Which, obviously, if you don't watch Clone Wars, you're going to have no idea who Wrecker I get that, but that's who yeah. I'm going with. So. I'm, hoping I, I'm hoping I can check it out one day. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And be sure, guys, be sure let us know who has the best draft. Yeah. Also, let us know what other things we can draft. We've got some uh, that we've thought about. Obviously, we're going to do an ultimate Thanksgiving draft here this month. But give us some ideas. If you've got a cool draft idea, let us know. 
we're, we're open to new things. Obviously, if we did a school lunch draft, we'll do <laughs> we can draft anything. We can do anything. So let us know. Uh, but thanks for joining us today on today's episode. So until next time. Keep it caffeinated, friends.